Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast of the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you can join us today. Before I get to today's guest, uh, I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. These are companies that have provided our association a tremendous amount of financial support this year. in large part goes to helping support our advocacy efforts because of course we are the voice the California mortgage market here in California address all legislation before the California state legislature so I want to thank our president's council sponsors this year that is Amerihome ArchMI Consolidated Analytics Funding Shield Rocket Mortgage and Western Alliance Bank thank you all for your support in 2023 we look forward to working with you And with that, I'd like to turn it to today's guest, a gentleman that I've had the pleasure of getting to know over the last few months, and I'm happy that he could join us here on Connect. It's Tom White, Vice President of Mortgage Banking at Key Bank. Tom, welcome. Thanks, Susan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I I do always like to kind of get these started uh, with a little background and how you got into this business. So why don't you share uh, with us your, your path into commercial mortgage banking? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I had kind of a circuitous uh, route into this job. I um, I guess it, it, my interest in commercial real estate started when I was an undergrad and um, there was a lot of talk about real estate at the time. Um, so this was kind of 03, 04, uh, not to date myself too badly. Um, but I, I knew I wanted to do something commercial real estate. I didn't exactly know what that kind of led me to take an internship with a a boutique commercial real estate agent in in LA uh, and kind of got my feet wet. And then that led to a full-time job as a commercial real estate agent uh, right after I graduated. Um, And then I'm, I didn't, you know, I'm from the Bay area, so I wanted to wind up here and, and, and grow my network here. So I moved to the Bay area and it was a great time to, to move to the Bay area and, and be in commercial real estate. It was right when the financial crisis hit. And uh, so it's like winning. Yeah. So it was, it was perfect. I'm like maybe I shouldn't have uh, quit my computer engineering degree to go to economics, but anyway. Um, so I was doing a couple other things and then finally, uh, uh, I had a buddy who worked for a family office and they owned a, a bunch of industrial properties. And so I was essentially working for them uh, for several years, managing some of their properties. And I have a great respect for property managers uh, because I know how hard that job is. And it, it you know, it wasn't, it wasn't my calling. I, I, and I knew that I wanted to do, again, do something in commercial real estate, but, but not necessarily that. And I, I thought that what that thing was had to do with financing the properties in some way. And I didn't really know what that meant, Uh, but I knew I needed to get a little bit uh, extra help from uh, an educational standpoint to to do that. Uh, So I went and I I got my MBA and uh, in the process of that, uh, Berkeley has a great network for real estate professionals, commercial real estate professionals. 
And uh, actually one of my professors happened to be a managing director of a, a large mortgage banking firm in the city. And that's how I got my start into commercial mortgage banking. Um, and it's a great industry, great people. I've, had a, I've been uh, in commercial mortgage banking for about 10 years now. And uh, recently moved over to KeyBank this year. Uh, moved over to the dark side, as some like to say, uh, on the lending side. And that's allowing me to focus on just multifamily permanent finance, which uh, which is kind of our bread and butter. So yeah. So that's my if I don't miss my bet, was your professor Dennis Williams at uh, Berkeley? Yes. Yes, Dennis yeah, Williams, Dennis. exactly. He's been doing that for a long time and uh, what an incredible uh, gift to the industry because he's so knowledgeable and uh, and sharing that at the, you know, at, at Berkeley is, uh, I think he's something he's been doing for a long time. So that's, that's interesting. I didn't know that about you, but uh, Dennis has been a part of the organization for a long time. So, you know, we're in a year 2023, interest rates ticking up. You mm -hmm. just said, you know, you focus mainly on multifamily finance. How do you see that asset class faring this year? So I'm going to caveat this with the same thing everybody says when they get asked questions like this, which is, I don't have a crystal ball. But that being said, I am reading things that much smarter people are writing about this. And I personally think that it's going to be a mixed bag with multifamily. So there's there's some, definitely some headwinds, uh, but there's definitely some reason to be optimistic if you're in that multifamily space. Uh, we'll start with the bad news. Uh, there's a lot of new multifamily supply coming online this year, a lot. And part of that is because supply that would have come on the last couple of years was delayed by the pandemic. And so it got pushed out mm -hmm. to this year or even next year. Uh, so that's extra supply is gonna impact probably rental growth rates. It's probably gonna increase vacancy in some markets that are overbuilt. Um, and, and also just the higher interest rates, as you mentioned, are going to affect the business plan of these multifamily developers. It, it might be a tough road uh, for some multifamily developers in order to, to get these deals to pencil. So that, that's kind of what I see as the bad news. The good news is, well, I guess you can't really call it totally good news, is that with the higher rate, there are probably gonna be fewer uh, homeowners fewer people that are going to be able to afford to buy a home because the interest rates are higher. So I hate calling that good news, but from a multifamily perspective, that means that those individuals are going to have to rent, either rent for longer or they're just going to need to start renting. Right. Um, and then also with the higher interest rates, again, going back to what I said about the, the multifamily developers, there, there will be fewer deals coming online in the future because it's gonna be harder to get those deals to pencil with the higher interest rates. So that means less supply in the future. Um, and then, you know, kind of the overarching theme here is that California, as you know, is still in a huge housing crisis, right? So despite everything that's happened, San Francisco vacancy is still below 5%. Sacramento vacancy is below 3%. LA is below 4%. So those are all very full markets, and I think that they can withstand the impact of some additional supply. But um, you know, the bottom line is that every property type in commercial real estate is going to feel some feel the effects of the rising interest rates. But I believe multifamily will be less impacted than others. And 
you know, going back to what I do, uh, in terms of financing these properties, there's always going to be capital available to do that, thanks to Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. And, you know, each of those organizations has, I think, a mandate to put out $75 billion each this year in permanent multifamily finance, a lot of that focused towards affordable. And so it's essentially an endless supply of uh, permanent financing for multifamily. Permanent financing. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. So you you just mentioned you know you'd recently moved from a commercial mortgage broker to uh, to a national bank. What are some of the kind of similarities or differences in in those two roles? Yeah, there there are a lot of similarities. There are a lot of differences. So uh, to those listening to the podcast or watching that are looking to either make a career move from uh, mortgage uh, residential mortgage to commercial um, or just you know, looking to get into the industry, um, you know, you can't really go wrong either way. I mean, uh, as a commercial mortgage broker, I was looking at all kinds of different deals. I was arranging debt for all kinds of properties, industrial, multifamily, office, uh, even some uh, special purpose, uh, you know, like a car wash, for example, or a car dealership. Um, and so you see a lot of different kinds of deals. You see a lot of different kinds of business plans, different strategies. You meet a lot of different kinds of people, which keeps it interesting and keeps it fun. Um, and you also get to work with a lot of different lenders and, and get to understand what those different lenders do and how they all uh, are incorporated into this commercial mortgage ecosystem. Um, but at KeyBank, what, what I'm uh, doing right now is really just focusing on one thing, which is multifamily permanent finance. And I actually like that because I like being able to just get really good and knowledgeable about one thing and making it very clear to our clients that that's all I do. Um, so an interesting side effect of that is that uh, some of the mortgage broker friends uh, that used to be competitors really are now collaborators, you know, so uh, another organization I'm, I, I'm a past president of, Bay Area Mortgage Association. I've met a lot of friends with that group, and a lot of those friends are now uh, able to send me deals as the lender. So that's kind of an exciting uh, thing, having only been at KeyBank for uh, less than a month now. Um, so I'm excited to suss that out. Yeah, kind of see, uh, kind of see both sides of it there. Mm -hmm. And uh, you kind of brought me to my next question. You know, one of the things that impressed me most when I first met you, which has just been a few months ago, uh, was that you are an incredible networker. I mean, they, you have a, a very strong um, uh, professional network, and I think that you 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 put some time and effort into that. And uh, Mm -hmm. What advice would you give kind of a newer entrant into the market about how they can build their professional network? That's a great question. And I was in the same position as probably a lot of folks are in right now where I'm new to the industry, let's say, and I don't know anybody and I don't even know who I should know, right? It just takes time. And, and my first piece of advice is go to events, find out what the local organizations are, whether it be California MBA, ULI, NAOP, to name a few, they all have events almost monthly 
And a lot of those events are fairly inexpensive. You can get your company to pay for it in a lot of cases. Go to those events and you'll just, you'll meet people there. And the more people you meet, the more comfortable you'll become going into those events to, to the point where now I feel like I can walk into almost any room and I'll know some people in there, not to, not to brag or anything, but I've been doing this for about 10 years. And so over time you, you make those connections and, and don't just stop there at the event. Once you've, once you've connected with somebody and you've exchanged business cards, don't just throw that business card away, follow up with that person, grab a coffee with that person. Get right. to know that person at a more individual level, because that's really where the relationship gets built. Uh, if you just meet someone in passing at a networking event, that's great, but they're probably not going to remember you. But if you sit down and have coffee with them for a half hour, they'll remember you, right? Right. Um, so so that that's kind of the, if you're dipping your toes into it and you're thinking ahead, that's that's where I would start. And then eventually, once you've gone to a lot of these events and you uh figure out what organizations work best for you, try to get onto the board of, of the organization or try to get onto a committee. Um, and, yeah. and, and that's something that Dennis Williams, as a, as a mentor of mine, uh, recommended early on. And so I've been on a lot of different boards, a lot of different committees, uh, including the Board of California MBA now. And it, 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 A, it allows you to see into that organization, figure out what people in the industry are doing, uh, but also gives you some credibility, right? It gives you some credibility so others see, oh, you know, Tom's on the board of the California MBA, so he must know something about mortgage banking in California. Uh, right. So that would be my advice uh, to anybody looking to get into networking. It just takes time. Yeah, take it. Take you're right though. It's like take advantage of the opportunities. Like, don't be like, oh, mm -hmm. I don't want to go to that networking event because I kind of had a long day. It's like it'll take 45 mm -hmm. minutes. Like, really, just go there. The person that you meet might be, you know, key to the you know a next deal or or a long term mm -hmm. business relationship. So I agree with you. I think networking in this industry is uh, just show is up. Very key. Yeah, just just I mean, half half the key to success is just just showing up, right? Just That's showing right. up. When someone else doesn't, and that's uh, right. you'll naturally, uh, you'll naturally meet people. And and by the way, and getting on the board is generally not as hard as you would think, because a lot of these boards are looking for new people to bring on. It's generally a volunteer position, and people sometimes get burnt out and want to roll off. And uh, if you can go in and make meaningful contributions at that board level, then uh, you know, that, that opens up doors for you as well. So, yeah. And fresh ideas, organizations are always looking for fresh ideas. I mean, exactly. you know, we have the board, you know, we're fortunate to have some board members that have been with us for a long time, but having new people like you are involved, like you and I have already talked. I mean, there's so many things mm -hmm. I'm going to learn from you as far as things, experiences that you've had successes, you've had at other associations so that we can continue to grow in the value for our organization. Absolutely. So we did mention you uh, just joined our board of directors and I really look forward to working with you. Uh, but can you share with our listeners why uh, you uh, would value the membership on the California MBA? Absolutely. So the California MBA is a unique organization. It offers some things that other groups don't. And the, you know, the first thing obviously that's a big part of California MBA is the networking component. Um, and 
it's it's great because there are events, uh, small smaller regional networking events where you can get to know sort of your local uh, industry a little bit better. Uh, and then there's also the the big signature conference that everybody talks about, which is in Vegas, the Western States CREF conference, which I highly recommend going to. Um, you get to meet all kinds of people in the industry. And by the way, if you want to learn, if you're in uh, residential and you want to learn about commercial or vice versa, it's a great opportunity to do that. Not, I don't know of a, any other group that that has that, uh, you have that ability to, to learn about the other side. Right. Um, and the other, the other thing that I think is pretty unique to California MBA, which Susan, I know you've been, been working on this for a long time, is, is advocacy uh, for the, uh, you know, making sure that state legislation isn't passed that impacts commercial mortgage, uh, the commercial mortgage industry, if it's meant for single family uh, uh, or residential mortgage industry. So um, I, I know we employ lobbyists, we employ uh, other counsel to take a really hard look at these bills that are going through in Sacramento and making sure that, oh, this isn't gonna impact, or this is gonna impact commercial mortgages. We need to make sure that this gets removed from the bill or, or uh, you know, or make sure it at least is brought to light and could be voted on. So I think that that's great. And that's something that Susan, I know I told you that I'm really interested in learning more about. Um, and uh, it's, it's just great to get, you know, to, basically improve your knowledge overall of uh, the the commercial mortgage industry uh, with having that other side to it as well. So those are a couple things that I really like about uh, California MBA and I'm really excited to be on the board. Wonderful. Yeah, well, we are, are really looking forward to working with you and uh, and thank you so much for being on the Connect podcast. Uh, appreciate that. I know everybody's busy, so I always appreciate everybody's time that they spend on this. And uh, and thanks to all of you for joining us today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week's edition of Connect. We look forward to seeing you next week, and thank you for joining us. <laughs>